Planet Parsons Show 218 on the 15th of May 2014. Prepare your body and mind for a bumpy ride as we break new boundaries and go where no man or woman has been allowed before. We go beyond the final frontier into the light and dark corners of Planet Parsons. Hello there. I know what you're thinking. She's been tracking her responsibilities to Planet Parsons. And you're completely right. I've had a busy couple of weeks. And in the middle of all that, um, I had a day where I was knocked out completely by what felt like a summer cold. Uh, Then I quickly had to hit the ground running. And uh, yesterday it hit me again. And, um, oh, the... Uh, the voice has really suffered but anyway um less about my worries and um more about you how are you i hear there is a heat wave on the way in the uk and i hope you're getting some of this sunshine this afternoon blue skies fluffy white clouds and about 20 degrees i think it is and i know that uh 19 is 66 so um i'm thinking it's about 70 this afternoon i could be wrong though Um, I'm just going on to Twitter on my phone because I had a couple of messages left here um, that I know are going to make you squeal with laughter. Um, But before I do that, can I share with you that um, I sat in for Jenny Lee Grace on Steve Wright in the afternoon last week on Tuesday and Thursday. You'll have probably seen the tweets and um, if I'm lucky you may have been listening. I still have a painful stomach from the laughing. It was just a joy to do. Uh, Steve Wright and Tim Smith, just a lovely couple of guys to work with. Um, We discussed smelly T-shirts, if you didn't catch it. It's the replacement for speed dating. Uh, You wear a T-shirt without a deodorant overnight and you take it to a party with you. And then they're all thrown in the the centre of the ring and people sniff them. And apparently... Although pheromones don't smell very much, everything else does. And you can find your perfect partner that way. Uh, So we did a bit of that. And I found that despite the fact that Lynn Bowles' T-shirt was on offer, and so was Vanessa's, that Janice Long was Steve Wright's perfect partner. He said he'd known that all along. And then, um, do you know, it's very amiss of me. I must check the man's name. But I think he's a farmer called Tom Paxton. I will double check that name and uh, give him another name check on the next Planet Parsons, has invented these travel sickness sunglasses. And uh, for many, many years, he suffered travel sickness. I don't know if you ever have, but as a child, I know I did. And um, he has spent the last 10 years in about £85,000 travelling by plane, train, car, boat, with his hand over one eye to see if this would improve things. Uh, We even discussed the fact that pirates never got sick, despite the fact that they had a... Uh, an eye patch but I think that the or in spite yes so it's probably to do with the eye patch but it's more the fact that they lost an eye and that's why they've got an eye patch I mean why else would you wear an eye patch oh am I wrong I saw the Kaiser Chiefs on Monday night and um, Ricky from the Kaiser Chiefs is wearing an eye patch at the moment apparently on the video for the new song he got poked in the eye Um, so since we've spoken there's been a sumo party. Yes, for a nine-year-old, but a sumo party it was. Just a complete joy and very funny. And if I can get my act together, I might tweet a picture a little bit later on. Radio Academy Awards on Monday night, um, which is for the radio industry, as you might expect. An awful lot of people, probably about 2,000 people at the Grosvenor House Hotel, all wearing our Sunday best. Um, a little bit of grub, um, a couple of glasses of lemonade, and... 
um, Alfie Bow performed a couple of songs, the Kaiser Chiefs performed, and Tony Blackburn got a Lifetime Achievement Award. There were lots of awards in between as well. Um, so that was good to catch up with a few friends. Um, now, Tuesday I felt really rough, but I wasn't going to cancel Tuesday night because my lovely friend Simon Bates had invited me to the Royal Albert Hall to see Tosca. Now, we had actually only exchanged texts for about a week. And he'd said to me, you know, how are you doing and what's happening on the 13th? Would you like to be my guest for Tosca? And I thought, yes. The only other opera I've ever seen was at the Royal Albert Hall. It was in the round. It was Madame Butterfly. It took me a couple of weeks to get over. It was so tragic. But I thought if I check out the story behind Tosca, this would be great. And Simon will be a lovely person to spend some time with. So... Uh, we arranged to do that, and um, on the evening itself, Simon sent me a text and said, oh, we don't have to meet at 6.30, we don't have to meet till 7. So I got in the car, uh, took Tallulah to just around the corner from the Royal Albert Hall, parked on the yellow line at a convenient time, so I wasn't going to get a ticket, and went to the main entrance. And it was really interesting watching the people arrive for the performance. I <laughs> And I was worried that I was underdressed, but I thought, no, no, this is going to be all right. Slightly older clientele, I would say, um, but on the whole, they were well-dressed, and that's still not what I was expecting. Anyway, in the main entrance, I suddenly, across uh, a sea of people that were very, very well-dressed, I saw a man who I instantly recognised, and I thought, you know how it is when you see people out of te uh, context... It's like going to the doctors. You'll go and they'll prescribe you some antibiotics for a sore throat. And then half an hour later, you'll be in Sainsbury's and you bump into them and you think, how do I know them? So it was one of those moments. And I've done that many times in my lives. I could share so, so many stories with you about this, but just this one for the time being. And I thought, oh, now, is he one of the dads that comes along to the football at the weekend? Is he someone from work? couldn't quite place him seven o'clock I sent a text to Simon Bates and I said Simon I'm at the main entrance he said I'm at the main entrance too so I looked for him and I couldn't see him and I thought well he'll be here any minute he's probably just coming up the steps of the Royal Albert Hall um, and in order to get to the other side of the main entrance I had to pass this man and I thought oh, it would be so rude not to just say hello I'm sorry I know I know you but I don't know where from so I said oh hello I did uh, recognize you from over there and I said um I'm seeing you out of context. I can't quite remember how I know you. How do you know me? And he said, I don't know you. And I said, well, I'm very, very sorry. And then sort of to make things all right, I said to him, I'm just waiting for my friend. And he said, I've just taken my mother in and I'm going to wait for her now. And I said, oh, I said, I'm really excited. This is only the second opera I've ever seen. And he said, I'm sorry. So I said, this is the only second, second opera I've ever seen. And he started laughing and he said, you're not going in there tonight to see an opera, are you? And I said, I am. And he said, well, you've obviously got the wrong night. And I said, why? And he said, it's Julio Iglesias that's in there. And I said, it can't be. And then I rang Simon and said to him, I'm at the Royal Albert Hall. And he said, you can't be. And I said, well, your text said uh, R-A-H. And he said, it said R-O-H, Royal Opera House grab a cab so I grabbed a cab and um, I turned to the man just before I grabbed the cab and said to him had I not introduced myself to you despite the fact that you don't know me 
I'd never be on my way to the Royal Opera House now, so thank you. My name's Lynn. Shook hands with him. He said his name was Martin. Off I went. Um, I did get to the Royal Opera House in time for curtain up, but sadly, I didn't have a ticket, so they wouldn't let me in, and so I missed the first act of Tosca. Uh, but I got the second two acts. Simon did laugh uh, when he came down to pick me up for act two, because there's a bit of a break between... Uh, each act and I had looked at the story because I thought I should look at the story so I know what's going on Uh, although there are words that are printed up and maybe you've been to an opera and you know this maybe you're scared of going to an opera because you're not sure you'll understand it let me tell you you will and it is a beautiful experience so we saw the second act and then there was a break and during the second act there was a bit of head butting that was going on which I was sure that was completely part of the story and part of the story I'd read went off uh, for another large glass of very cold water with Simon um, and then when we returned to the stage a lady came on stage with a microphone and said um, I'm sorry to inform you um, that one of our main characters took a blow to the nose during act two and although he may be a little concussed He's going to go on in part three, act three, and we want you to be aware of it. I'm so glad that I read the story. Uh, And if you know the story of Tosca, you'll know that he's um, put in front of a firing squad and he's told that it's going to be blanks and they're not going to shoot him. But sadly, they do. And I'm sorry if I've spoiled that for you. I'm so glad that I knew that because when he didn't get up, if I hadn't known that, I'd have thought it was the concussion. Uh, Anyway, when the whole thing came to a close... I turned to Simon and I said, what a fantastic evening. I feel that it's over all too quick. And he said, you silly woman, it's because you didn't turn up for the first act. Um, But that is my story. And I did tweet that I had a funny story about Tuesday night. And, you know, I'd probably have a bit more of a laugh in my voice if it wasn't for the fact that I've got this old cold and blocked up nose and things. But I really, I did enjoy it. And it's one of those anecdotes that will stay with me forever. I've got the walk coming up on Saturday and... I've just looked and the start time is midday. Now, I like an early morning. I'd like to have got started at seven and finished by midday, but it starts at midday. So um, I shall be raring to go thinking about what carbs I should eat beforehand, although carbs do tend to send me asleep. So I might have some scrambled egg or something. Um, Am I rambling on now? I probably am rambling on, but I just wanted to share with you what I've been up to. Do you know, I had the most fantastic lunch yesterday. Um, And it was one I couldn't cancel. And I kept my distance from her. But it was with Lucinda, who is uh, Charles Dickens' great, great, great granddaughter. She is just a joy to spend time with. She knows so much about art and history and books. And um, the conversation can go all over the place. Anyway, she reminded me, and in fact I didn't know at all, that Charles Dickens had spent some time in Italy. And if you have a Kindle, you can download for free his pictures from Italy, uh, which will be his diary of his time there. And she said it is a complete scream. Um, So I came home and immediately uh, downloaded that. So looking forward to reading it. Um, And something, I think I'll read it before I tell you about that, uh, because I I need to read it first person. And then there's Monsieur Amour, who's part of my podcast of French Letters and the Chalet Show. Uh, Lovely chap, uh, works for an airline, recently had a baby. And um, he sent me a tweet yesterday that said, just to make you smile, I'm in Phoenix with work, as you do. Open my suitcase and I'd pack four pairs of my wife's knickers instead of my pants. My return to him was, I'd wear them on your head. 
I'd love to hear from you. You can tweet at Lynn Parsons UK and to email lynn at lynnparsons.net. Let's just try and push the right button here. Ooh, let's speak soon. Lynn Parsons. When she's good, she's great. But when she's bad, she's better. <laughs>